Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? <clears throat> the real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. Did you hear the news? Own Your Everyday is officially a national bestseller. I can hardly believe it. But instead of celebrating this as my win, I want to celebrate it as our win. This is not a one-woman show, and I really believe the only reason this is possible is because of you. Every single one of you who's bought your copy or shared about it on your social media or told your friends or let your sister borrow it, you are part of helping grow this movement. All I can say is thank you, thank you, thank you. I truly cannot do this without you. And if you haven't grabbed your copy yet, what are you doing, girl? Join the movement and go get it. Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Walmart, it's there and it's waiting for you. And it's even available as an audiobook and I'm the narrator. Seriously, pause what you're doing, go get it, and get ready to own your ordinary, imperfect, real, everyday life right here, right now, before you figure out anything else when it comes to your future, your dreams, or your plans. Hey, hey, girl. I am super pumped for today's episode because today's episode covers a question that I get asked quite a bit, but one that I have not really spoken into very clearly and one that I think is going to really bless your life. So, you know, I actually, it was funny because it prompted me to make this episode when I got a text message from an incredible girl I know. She is um, a recent college grad and she is trying to pursue photography full time. She's an incredibly talented photographer and she's actually done some work for me before. And, you know, she's in a season where she's trying to do that full time, but it's not quite something she can do from a financial perspective full time. But it's a passion of hers and it's something that she really wants to pursue yet she also needs to support herself. So maybe you're in that season too. Maybe you are trying to, you know, figure out your passions or you found a passion that you have, but you have no idea how to support it or you have no idea how to keep it, you know, as something that might be able to support you so that you can really do it and go for it. And uh, this gal, this incredible gal, she sent me a text message a few weeks ago and I'm going to read it to you because I think it's going to resonate and then I'm going to speak into it the best way I know how. So she said, hey girl, I have a question. Did you start out right out of college doing your own business or did you ever get a real job at the same time? If you just did your own thing, how did you support it? Were you able to do it? I'm struggling right now with the desire to do photography full time, but not much support from my parents and I don't really want to live at home. I might need to get another job too, but I, I want to have time to do photography as well. I'm just looking to see how you were able to do your own thing right away if you did and if you have any advice. Such a good question. So if you are in that season, listen up. Or if you're not even sure if you're in that season and you just want to have a little bit of insight in case you'd like to pursue a passion of yours full time, still listen up. <laughs> so if you're ready, let's dive into this episode. I'm going to give you all the good stuff. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley 
a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. So let's go back in time a little bit. Let's go back. If you've read my book, Own Your Everyday, you probably know the general story from chapter four, where I really talked about how I felt like SOS, I don't know what to do. And if you haven't read it, totally okay. But I want to go back in time to post-college because I had started a couple things that I really loved doing while I was still in college, which you'll read in the book. Um, And I had started an Etsy store, but I also wasn't able to support myself doing that full time. Um, But I knew that I had passions uh, for for things that were creative, for using my voice, using my gifts, um, you know, helping women better their lives, be more intentional with their lives, um, grow in their faith, grow in their relationships. Like I had all these passions, right? I had all these things I wanted to do. And specifically though, I loved getting to create content once I realized that that was really helping my shop grow and it was also really helping women in their lives. I loved getting to create content online and create products surrounding that content and kind of grow my own business, my own thing. And I really had a knack for it. I loved social media. I loved writing. I loved communication, but I studied healthcare administration or healthcare management and policy was the technical term which didn't really align, right? But I had finished school and I remember thinking, I need to get a real job because if I like it, I can't, I'm I'm sure, like if I like doing this Etsy store thing and I like writing online, like there's no way I could turn that into a full-time thing, right? Like it can't, I need to go get a real job. This can't really be what I do with my life. Well, after I graduated, you know, Matt was trying to pursue the NFL and there were so many uncertainties up in the air and I had this little, you know, side hustle going that was definitely helping support me, but it wasn't something that was going to support me full time by the, by any means. And so kind of in the same situation as this gal was when she texted me, I kind of felt that like, how do I still keep doing this, but I also, you know, and grow it, but also like eat, you know, and like prepare for marriage and, you know, all the things. And so, um, I remember that summer after finishing school, I reached out to the wedding venue that I originally had planned to have my wedding at. Our wedding had to change multiple times due to Matt's ever-changing football career. But when we had first started to, we got engaged um, that year. And so I had already had some connection with the woman who ran this incredible wedding venue, beautiful wedding barn. And I had reached out to her and I said, hey, is there any kind of, you know, digital marketing help or, you know, social media help that you might be able, that would be helpful for you? Because I knew that if I could do something that I could work remotely or, you know, go in on the weekends, get some photos, get some, you know, stories, and then be able to work during the week on my own time, that would help support what I was really trying to build and grow. And so I did that while I was, you know, trying to pursue what I really loved. And I still loved doing it because it was social media. It was weddings. It was writing. It was content creation. Like I actually still really enjoyed it. And it surprisingly, because I ended up stopping the the social or the, the Etsy store, it really prepared me for what was to come the next several years of continuing to build social media communities and an online brand of my own, right? And so it was crazy because she was like, yes, actually, we really need help in this area. And so I just kind of was like, oh, I didn't really expect you to say yes. I just was starting to put my feelers out. 
But I was so glad that I kind of put myself out there and took a little risk and asked the question because it was such an organic way to support what I was doing um, from a financial perspective. I was making a little bit of money working online my own, but I hadn't figured out how to grow that or what I really wanted to sell. And I did a lot of exploring for a few years, just trying to figure out how to sustain it. And um, so during that season, especially leading up to our wedding, I was able to do a lot of social media management and marketing. I redid their entire website and I'm not even a web designer. I just really have an eye for what resonates with women um, with me and with brides. And so uh, really just focused on helping them with their content, helping them with their consistency and their growth, how they appeal to, you know, their target audience, all of those things. Those are things that I really love to do. And then I've been able to, you know, skills I've been able to develop and to grow. And so, you know, I did that part time. And then I also realized, you know, it was getting to the point where I didn't really love. I had to ask myself, like, what do I really love? And what I found was that I didn't really love doing the Etsy store per se or the online shop that was something I enjoyed but I was like I don't think that's like the the full thing like I don't think that's ultimately where I want to go and so I ended up while I was trying to decide that even though I I knew my thing was I loved writing content creation and kind of teaching not teaching I don't think that's the right word like educating and giving people tools to grow to succeed resources all those things and those were really really fun for me to create in so many different ways and, you know, continue to just put content out there and learn what resonated and what I like to write. And so anyways, all that to say, um, I decided, well, I need to be able to be mobile and it's kind of hard to be mobile with an Etsy shop because you have inventory and boxes and, you know, locations you have to ship from and all those things. And I knew I might need to be able to be mobile with Matt's travel schedule and all that he had upcoming right before our wedding. And so I said, or right, you know, leading up to our wedding, I knew that I wanted to be able to travel with him after we got married and be flexible. So I said, okay, I'm going to set down this Etsy store because it's a little bit grounding right now. And maybe I need to pick up something else that would allow me to continue creating content online as I'm building my own little brand and business. And I love the idea of building a brand because it really does allow you to kind of go into different spaces. You kind of have flexibility. And so I was like, I think that's what I want to do. Like, I know I want to build a personal brand where I can write, where I can speak, where I can sell products, where I can do all of the above. You know, I didn't want to feel so limited. I remember when I was a freshman in college, I was going to study um, speech pathology, which is an amazing career. And I loved so much of what I was learning. But me being very multi-passionate and, you know, needing variety in my life, I went and shadowed a speech pathology or speech pathologist on campus. And I kid you not, I was there for one hour. And I remember thinking like, this is too standstill for me. Like I need way more variety in my life. (laughs) I was like, I can't be, I can't have just one title. Like I don't think I can be a speech pathologist, which is why I switched my major to, you know, something that offered a little bit more variety and I could do a variety of different things. I think speech pathologists are amazing. So nothing against them. I'm just way too multi-passionate to only have one title or one certification. And so I was like, maybe the best thing to do is, you know, kind of get creative. So all that to say, it made a lot of sense when after college, I was like, I really do think I need to build a personal brand that would allow me to continue writing, that would allow me to continue creating content that would allow me if I want to have an Etsy store again one day or start a photography business or educate others online or start a pot like all these other things I wanted to do it's really helpful to build that and so for me I was like that excites me but I have no idea how to support that right so I was doing this social media management it was a little more than part-time so that helps support the Etsy store 
But then when I was like, I think I need to close the Etsy store for a while. It's like too much to manage and I need to be more mobile. I decided I'm going to pick up another, you know, creative idea, which would be photography. I'm going to pick that up or try to pick that up because maybe if I can do that in tandem with the social media marketing and management, those things will go together really well. And I can build that skill, use what I learned with photography to, you know, support what I'm doing with the wedding venue and vice versa. So, (laughs) um, and still be able to write and create content online. And those things actually really build that skill because you need to have good photos and good content and all that. So um, it really worked out well because I kind of put myself out there when it came to asking the wedding venue if they needed any help. But I also put myself out there when randomly I was like, I'm going to learn photography. And I reached out to a couple of my friends who were photographers, wedding photographers. And I said, hey, do you think I could second shoot with you? Meanwhile, Matt, my boyfriend, or he was, I think, my fiance at the time, now my husband, um, he actually knew a lot about photography because his dad is a very talented videographer. And so firefighter and videographer, what a combo. Um, And he learned a lot about kind of the photography, videography, wedding industry growing up. So he taught me how to use the camera and adjust my settings and shoot and do the, you know, bare minimums of what it would take. And then I ended up getting to shoot, second shoot a few weddings the summer before my wedding um, with some friends that were photographers and needed a backup shooter. So I got to learn under them and kind of like shadow them. And um, I also loved it because I was getting ideas for my own wedding, which was amazing. And it was a very short-lived season. I probably did that for about a year, grew my skill, continued to put things online when I would get some, even at the wedding venue that I was, you know, creating content for and doing social media management for, I was able to get some imagery of the barn and of the table settings and even sometimes of the bride and groom and of the overall party just for the actual website for their social media. And then we would also give those to the bride and groom. So then I started to build this like little portfolio by doing second shooting and by working at the venue and then also building the online brand for them. And also then for myself as my own photographer or photography business. And so, you know, it was cool how these things kind of meshed together because I got a little bit creative and I was like, I know my ultimate passion is, you know, creating content, brand building, marketing. I love that stuff, y'all. Like it is so fun for me, but not because I love to like market. I think that sounds super weird. I just love to connect with people and actually give them tools to help them in their lives. But that is often done, especially on the internet with good content, right? And with things that truly connect and reach a target audience. And so I really got to refine that skill and do it alongside these two kind of side hustles that paired together really well. Um, These two, I, you know, creative (laughs) remote type of work that I continue to build and I eventually got to shoot my own weddings and I eventually got to that became a little bit more full time and that actually supported us in our first several months of marriage because you know Matt had gotten released and there was just a lot of crazy things that happened where we were like we don't really have stable work so I was really grateful that I had picked up photography to help support what we were doing Um, And eventually I was able to step away from doing the social media marketing for the wedding barn and for that company and really begin to build it for myself. And that eventually led to having kind of a full time job doing that, which is amazing. I absolutely love it. So all that to say, I share that because, you know, I think we can identify something that's our passion or that we really love doing that kind of transcends a variety of things, right? For me, like what I love doing transcended through the Etsy store online. It transcended through photography. It transcended through social media marketing for a wedding company. And, you know, even through my own writing, like I was able to build those skills and I loved doing them. But just simply doing that, you know, you can't just like randomly decide like I'm a content creator and think that's going to like pay all your bills, right? So I had to kind of figure out what does that really 
look like and how can I find some things that support it both financially and also practically from like a skills standpoint and that that are relevant, right? Like, I, yeah, I could have gone and worked at Starbucks and there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, if that's what you need to do to support your full time thing, like do it. But I tried to get a little bit creative because I was like, well, I would rather if I'm going to do something part time or if I'm going to do something to help support what I'm doing financially, I also hope that it would support what I want to do also from a passion standpoint, right? Like I really want to try to do something that would allow me the flexibility to grow my own brand or my own passions. And I would also like to have the flexibility to, you know, or not the flexibility, like the I want them to be related, right? I don't want them to take away from each other. I would love if I can find a way to do these things that kind of are in tandem. So why do I tell you that story? I tell you that story because I think sometimes we can get so discouraged. Just like my friend, she's like, I'm not getting a lot of support from my family. I can't support myself full time off this from a financial standpoint. Should I go, you know, get a full time job like working? I think it was like some corporate job she was going to go work, which is awesome. But she knew that wasn't really going to, you know, she needs the time for the photography if she really wants to grow that. And that's her passion. That's her heart. That's her thing. That's her dream. Right. So I kind of challenged her on that question. I was like, well, do you think there's nothing wrong if you want to go get the 40 hour a week job and like take that opportunity and have the stability if that's your priority go for it you know so I think the number one thing to ask is what's my ultimate priority because there are other ways to support your passions practically from a financial standpoint but if that's the one you prefer and you just want that stability like do that you know but um and that was actually really a decision Matt and I made at one point early in our marriage you know after he decided to hang up his football cleats he was just craving stability because we had gone through such a couple like such a roller coaster the prior years you know in the NFL out of the NFL no job job you know up and down and up and down emotionally financially spiritually <laughs> relationally so he was like I just need a steady job he's like I don't care if it pays a ton I don't care if it's my passions I just need like a year of like steadiness and I was like fair enough if that's like that's his priority at this point because he had taken so many risks for several years so you know it could you could be in a season like that and that's totally okay that might be how you can ultimately discover new passions or support you know the other ones that you are hoping to grow so that could be an option but then I also asked her I said you know is your ultimate focus like you just want the steadiness or do you want it to actually support what you're doing with photography from both a financial standpoint and also from a flexibility standpoint because if you want to be a, you know a travel photographer if you want to be able to go you know shoot a wedding somewhere outside of your city or you know you need the flexibility will it really allow that because I think there's also an element of like, yes, we want to be practical and we want to be smart when it comes fi- to finances and all of that. But there's also a point where it's like, does this move the needle, right? Does it actually move the needle or does it hold the needle back? (laughs) Meaning when it comes to the thing you know you want to pursue, right? That thing that you are so passionate about, does this supportive role, right? The supportive opportunity, whether it's a full-time job or a part-time job or something like that to help support it, does it help move the needle on that? Because when I look back at my own story, I'm like, man, without even really meaning to, I mean, I had a little bit of intention. I wanted it to be related, but I hadn't even really thought it that much through. I just pursued things I was excited about and that could help pay the bills. Um, You know, that's that photography thing and the social media management thing, like those things really did move the needle for what I ultimately wanted to do, which was creating content and writing books and speaking and podcasting and like doing things like that, building a personal brand. Right. And so those things did not from only a financial standpoint support, but they also really moved the needle in the direction I needed to go. They supported the skills. They allowed me the flexibility. You know, I could still kind of make my own schedule, work on my own time. So I know it sounds like, oh my gosh, like so lucky, but it wasn't lucky. Here's the deal. Like I didn't just like get a lucky break. I pursued stuff. I 
put myself out there. You know, I went to the wedding venue that I canceled my wedding at because I had to switch dates. And I was like, hey, like, can't have my wedding here. I can't pay you. But like, would you want to pay me? (laughs) That was so awkward for me. But I knew I could do good work for them. And I knew it would have helped them from their social media and, you know, I guess, web presence in total. Because I remember when I was going through and shopping for wedding venues, I almost didn't go see the venue because I didn't love the way that I was like, kind of like a dated website and like I'm not super drawn to it but I might as well give it a shot because it's not too far from my house and so thank god I went and looked in person but otherwise I might not have and so you know I was able to just kind of offer like hey here's a skill set I have I've been building you know a little shop online I've been I've been learning how to use social media well here's how I've built a little bit of an audience I can help you do the same thing and by God's grace, they said yes. And I was like, what? But I had to take that risk and put myself out there. And the same thing with photography. I had to, you know, hustle a little bit and be willing to learn from others who've gone before me and ask my friends if I could second shoot with them and learn from them, you know. And, you know, even at the wedding venue that I was working at, I would like kind of get behind the scenes and try to like shoot and not get in the photographer, the real photographer's way. But, um, you know, it was like I just had to kind of figure that stuff out. And I tell you that because I believe you can do the same, whether or not you're just coming out of college and you're trying to figure out how to pursue your passions. You can do that even if you're 10 years out of college, even if you're five years out of college, even if you never went to college, like get creative. Because when I was talking to this girl and I was like, yeah, like do the full time thing if you want. But don't be afraid to maybe think a little bit outside the box to make sure that the the thing that you will take on to support you financially can also support you from a passion standpoint. You know, I once had someone reach out to me and say, hey, I'm trying to decide if I should pursue something practical or pursue my passions. What would you say? And I was like, both. I was like, you don't have to pick like your passions truly can be something that you can be creative with and find something that will practically support you as you pursue those passions and turn them into something practical. And so you really don't have to pick. You just have to get creative. And so I suggested to her, I said, if your work or if that job doesn't seem like it's going to move the needle, you know, this job opportunity that you're thinking about taking, if you don't think it's going to move the needle when it comes to your photography business, if you think in any way it could hold you back from growing in that dream and that passion, then maybe you need to think outside the box before you just sign on the dotted line, right? Before you just commit yourself to that. I'm not saying don't do it, but look at your other options. There are, the internet is a thing, right? Like the internet changed the game because you could be a virtual assistant. You could do some freelance work on the side. You could, um, do a variety. You could, you know, sell clothes on Poshmark. Like there are different ways you can now support yourself or make extra side income using this amazing tool called the internet and work remotely, right? You can literally, you could do social media management. You could do virtual assistant work. You could pick up so many different things. There's websites like Upwork that you can get on and say, okay, this is a skill I have. I'm happy to help people, you know, reformat their websites or write copy. You could write copy for business owners, get into a female entrepreneur um, or not even female, just get into an entrepreneur, you know, Facebook group or online group where and offer your services, get on Upwork, use these resources and maybe think like, I have more skills than just photography. I told her that. I'm like, obviously you can do more than just photography because you can be the best photographer in the world and not be able to grow a business or grow that because you don't have a way to connect with your people. You don't know how to write effective copy. Like you're not managing it well. So like, yeah, your photos could be beautiful and your business could tank, right? So you have more skills than just pointing, shooting and editing. And I want you guys to realize that like whatever your thing is, whatever your passion is, there's probably more skills that surround 
around it and allow you to really pursue it and that actually, you know, support you in doing the specific craft, whether it's photography or something else. But you have to you have to extract those. You need to pull those out. You need to identify them. You need to own them. OK, um, I love the word own. It's in my book title. Um, but you really do, because then you might be able to say, hmm. Maybe instead of working to make somebody else rich, right? Or like working for a company that's actually might pull away from where I really want to go. It's not wrong to work for a company. But if you're feeling like choosing that would support your ultimate goal, then do it, please. Like from both a financial perspective and like a moving the needle on your passions, or if it even includes your passions, then like, yes, go for it. But if you're like, literally, I am dreading this because I know it's going to take away from my time to do what I really want to do. It's, you know doesn't pay well or it's just exhausting or it isn't even my skill set it's just purely for money then before you sign on the dotted line like really think about maybe some other skill sets you have and be okay with maybe trying your hand at working remotely a little bit doing some part-time work some freelance work something that will support that passion until you might figure out how to turn that passion into your full-time thing so and you might not ever want to turn it into your full-time thing and that's okay um, but you do still need to make full-time income to support yourself right so just get creative as to what other skill sets could I extract could I practice could I learn right you might not have them by nature you might not have them yet but you know you can learn like how to write copy you can learn online how to uh, pretty much do anything you can learn how to do design you can learn like you really don't have to go get a four-year degree to learn a lot of these skills that you could use to be a virtual assistant to you know do design work online to write copy to do these different things that might support what your ultimate passion is so just an idea and something to think about and just some you know encouragement honestly to think outside the box a little bit dream outside the box don't feel like okay well this is my passion but i i must follow this path over here it's not that you can't follow that path like if you really desire the practicality and the steadiness and all of that fine but don't limit yourself to that i really wanted to encourage her when she texted me to make sure that what she's choosing is supporting her ultimate passion both financially and from a you know true moving the needle perspective. So I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but I really want to get that through to you. Like you have other skills, you have important skills, you have valuable skills. And I don't want you to, I don't want to see you cut yourself short just because you're craving that quick stability or, you know, you feel like you have no other options because you do have other options. The options are endless and you really can pursue your passions. We live in an incredible day and age. And I know it isn't something that's going to happen overnight and don't expect it to, but set yourself up for success. Set yourself up for, you know, the confidence to pursue those things and get creative and believe in yourself. Believe in the God-given skills that are inside of you and extract those, you know, refine them and then offer them to the world because we need your spark. We need your gifts. We need your abilities. And we need you to put your passions into action. They are in you for a reason. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking the screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content. And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart 
faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.